ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Pauly Sebelia. No Pauly Sebelia. He'll be back tomorrow. Stephen Fonte, Mario Sacco with you up until 2 o'clock. And we kick off hour number two, as always, on Thursday with uh, the Hall of Famer, Jim Beheim. Brought to you every week by Oswego County Mutual. Uh, Coach, great to have you on. And, uh, you know, now that the, the dust has settled, uh, we're a couple days removed from, from Tuesday night's loss uh, to Pittsburgh. What, uh, what stands out to you from that uh, 84-82 setback? Well, we obviously didn't play well early. Pittsburgh's a good team. Um, they're a, a much improved team. They have four, you know, fifth-year, six-year players. A lot of veterans that know how to play. Uh, getting better all the time. But we had a horrible start to the game defensively uh, and offensively, really. But especially defensively, we just didn't execute. There's nothing wrong with our defense. Uh, we held Cornell below what they do by, you know, something like 20 and Georgetown by 15 and uh, Notre Dame 10, 12 points below their average. There's nothing wrong with our defense, but when we don't execute it, when we're standing, it's not good. No defense is. So, with you know, the second half, we had to press. We went with a smaller lineup. Uh, I thought Quadir Copeland really gave us a huge lift with our defense. He's our most aggressive defensive player. Um, Pittsburgh missed, took three or four shots that were at best debatable, questionable. <laughs> and we were able to get back in it. And the last play, we tried to get it to Jesse, which was the right play, but he was covered and, you know, we didn't get it someplace else. But. Uh, it was an unbelievable comeback, uh, but it was a horrible game, horrible start, and uh, you know we've got to play better than that in the beginning. It's a tough league; everybody's good. Boston College beat a top fifteen team last night, Virginia Tech, and they had lost to Maine a couple, three weeks ago. It's a tough league, and you have to be ready. And if you're not ready, you don't play well. You're gonna, we should have lost the game by twenty points. That's how we played. I mean, you can say it's a two-point game, but you're not going to get back in games like that very often. Teams are not going to make mistakes like that. And we have to play better in the beginning, and we're not. And we, fortunately, we get six days of practice if we can get everybody back up here on time and uh, get ready for the next game. It's early uh, in the league, and we've got a, a lot of work to do. Coach, when you look at this team this year, um, from years past, uh, as far as you know, playing guys, and obviously it's you know you've never been one about uh, numbers. You know, I play six if I have six. I play seven if I had seven. Is this one of those years where really at times you don't know what you're getting night in and night out, and that's why we're seeing the fluctuation in who we you have, play. We have three players that we know we can count on. And uh, that's not obviously enough. And, you know, Benny had a couple good games. Chris has had a couple good games. Malik Brown's had two good games. Um, now Quadir has a good game. Justin Taylor had a good game. Uh, but you, Samir's played well at times. Maneer's um, been a pretty good, solid backup center. Um, but 
nobody has been able to get the job done. I just think I mentioned five guys and really for two positions. And none of them have played well enough to say, uh, this is my position. And when you're playing five guys rotating in two spots, that's not a good sign. You, you really don't want that. It's hard to get settled in. And uh, in practice, those guys are, you know, really, in going by practice, Benny and Chris are the two best players. That's why they've started. And Quadier's had good practices. Malik has had good practice. Justin Taylor's had good practice. Samir's had good practices. All six guys have had good practices. But the two best players were have been Benny and Chris, and they haven't really got the job done in games. Uh, one so of the, you try somebody else. One of the questions, uh, Coach, that's that's come up uh, is is why not uh, no John Bull the other night uh, who had, you know he'd done some He's, good things. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he had two horrendous games in a row. Yep. Uh, you know, you have to go by what you just see. And uh, he's got some academic issues that he's working through as well. Um, so we're, we're, he probably won't play until he gets those straightened out. Um, another uh, question that's come up in the last couple of days with our callers and whatnot, and, and you touched on it right there with you said Benny and Chris, they've been playing the best in practice. Um has there been some thought given to shaking up the starting lineup? What goes into that uh, from where well, you sit? You have to understand, we shook it up last game. Right. We took those guys out and didn't play them. Yeah. <laughs> so we're always going to be open to doing that, and we've done that before. Um, but again, I don't think that's the answer, but certainly uh, anything's open right now. I understand you scored 82 points last game, but you talked about the offensive inefficiencies in that first half. And talking with Joe after the game, talking with Jesse and those guys about when teams pressure him, is it you know more how Jesse needs to react with the basketball or how the other guys around him need to react once that pressure is on Joe and you're trying to get it down low to Jesse? You know, Joe did a good job. Joe had a good game. Um, Jesse got, got pushed outside of his comfort area, and we had a lot of trouble getting him the ball. And when he got it, he was outside the lane area, and he's, he doesn't operate well there. He got pushed around. And everybody in the league, everybody is going to play him that way from now on in. Uh, early in the year, Notre Dame and a couple teams, they're not physical teams. But these teams are going to be physical. They're going to push him out and, He's got to get used to that and be able to play through it. Uh, through all of it, his rebounding and defense has been good. But there will be some games that uh, he, he struggles offensively. And I think the guards have been really good. I think we're not shooting well from the three-point line, and that's something that uh, is obviously a big concern. But, uh, you know, if we can't make threes, we're going to have to find another way to score. But... Our problems are really resolved around the forward positions. We need to get somebody playing better in those positions, and uh, I think if we can do that, then we'll be a, a pretty good basketball team. When you looked at the game and you saw and you, you touched on, you know, we pressed because we had to. We were down by 20 points. But is it something that, and you said, obviously, you know, Jesse might get in foul trouble if you do it more. That he you, won't you've thought might. about? Go ahead, it's sorry. not might. Yeah. He will get in foul trouble. 
you have to understand a press is a double-teaming situation, which most of the times the teams are going to get through and now put Jesse in a two-on-one situation. And that's where his fouls were the other night. If we were pressing in the first half, he would probably get two fouls within seven or eight minutes, and now he's out of the game. You're taking your best player out of the game. And most teams are pretty good against presses. So it's a, it's a, it's really a weapon that won't work if you are concerned about keeping Jesse in the game. And I am. And most teams handle pressure. You know, Pittsburgh, for whatever reason, they don't handle the ball quite as well as, as uh, you would think they would with, with a basically pretty small lineup. But, Again, that's not a, a a way for us to go. It is. I think somebody said we were desperate. It was a desperate move to press and to put Jesse back in the game. Yeah, it was. Ten minutes ago, you're down 19, 20 points. You're desperate. You do whatever you can to try to win. But we're not a pressing team. It's not what's best for us. And we have to play better half court. And we have to get off to a better start. I'm not sure there's much we can do about our three-point shooting. Um, we may have to, you know, we in, in a lot of games we've taken fewer three-point shots. I think that might be better for us. But basically we've got to get the forward position playing a little bit better. All right, Coach, uh, as you mentioned, uh, last one for you here, you, you got some time off and, and you got Boston College coming in next. And as you mentioned, they, they won last night, beat Virginia Tech, and uh, there are no easy nights in the ACC conference, huh? Or in college basketball. Yeah. It's just the game. Everybody has some players, and uh, if you're not careful, people can beat you, and that's uh, especially if you're not really strong. I mean, a really dominant, strong team can, can, can win. They may have trouble. But you can win. We're not a dominant team, and we have to get better. The bottom line is we're just not good enough right now, and we need these days of practice to get better. We've had splashes from our forwards. So it's not that they absolutely don't look like they can get something done. All Really, all, all of the forwards that we're playing have had good games. We just need to get some consistency from somebody. Yeah, and that uh, that certainly comes with uh, with having young players, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, well, it listen, well, we're one yeah. of the youngest teams in the country. Pittsburgh's one of the oldest, and we're going to play a lot of those teams, and it's just part of the growing pains you have to go through. This team has done some really good things, and, you know, we've lost, we've won one close game, but we've lost three really close games, and that happens sometimes when you're young. Yep. No doubt. Uh, well, listen. Uh, I, I hope you enjoy uh, a few days off with uh, with your family. Merry Christmas to you and uh, and the rest of your family. And uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Absolutely. All right. Uh, there he is, uh, the Hall of Famer, Jim Beheim. Brought to you every week by Oswego County Mutual. And again, you can listen to the Jim Beheim Show tonight, seven o'clock on TK ninety nine, and then eight thirty, eight thirty to nine o'clock on Q Sports Talk. Dot com live from Carabas. And with that, we'll open up the phone lines. 315-437-7644. Got to take a time out here. Back after this on ESPN Radio.